Hello, and welcome to this week's sermon podcast from Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Kenwood. Here we preach the good news of Jesus Christ. Whether you find the message to be uplifting or challenging, comforting or even unsettling, we hope it'll help you grow in faith and your relationship with God. Thank you for listening. To God be the glory. The first reading this morning is a reading from Ezekiel, the 17th chapter. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. I will take a branch from the top of a tall cedar, and I will plant it on the top of Israel's highest mountain. It will become a majestic cedar, sending forth its branches and producing seed. Birds of every sort will nest in it, finding shelter in the shade of its branches. And all the trees will know that it is I, the Lord, who cuts the tall tree down and makes the short tree grow tall. It is I who makes the green tree wither and gives the dead tree new life. I, the Lord, have spoken, and I will do what I said. Second reading is from 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter, beginning at verse 6. So we are always confident, even though we know that as long as we live in these bodies, we are not at home with the Lord. For we live by believing and not by seeing. Yes, we are fully confident, and we would rather be away from these earthly bodies for then we will be at home with the Lord. So whether we are here in this body or away from this body, our goal is to please him. For we must all stand before Christ to be judged. We will each receive whatever we deserve for the good or evil we have done in these earthly bodies. Either way, Christ's love controls us. Since we believe that Christ died for all, we also believe that we have all died to our old life. He died for everyone so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves. Instead, they will live for Christ, who died and was raised for them. So we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. At one time, we thought of Christ merely as a, from a human point of view, how differently we know him now. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. Here ends the reading. Our Holy Gospel this morning comes from the book of Mark. Jesus also said, The kingdom of God is like a farmer who scatters seeds on the ground. Night and day while he's asleep or awake, the seed sprouts and grows, but he does not understand how it happens. The earth produces the crops on its own. First, a leaf blade pushes through, then the heads of the wheat are formed, and finally the grain ripens. And as soon as the grain is ready, the farmer comes and harvests it with a sickle, for the harvest time has come. Jesus said, how can I describe the kingdom of God? What story should I use to illustrate it? It's like a mustard seed planted in the ground. It is the smallest of all seeds, but it becomes the largest of all garden plants. It grows long branches, and birds can make nests in its shade. Jesus used many similar stories and illustrations to teach the people as much as they could understand. In fact, in his public ministry, he never taught without using parables. But afterward, when he was alone with his disciples, he explained everything to them. The Gospel of the Lord. Grace to you and peace from God our Creator, Jesus our Savior, and the Holy Spirit who inspires us all. Amen. 
Maybe some of you know the challenge of translating words and concepts from one language to another. Sometimes you get the words right, the correct words, but you miss the meaning altogether. For example, here are some posted signs from various parts of the world that were translated into English, but I don't think they quite captured the message they intended to send. There's a tailor shop in Greece that had a sign that read, Order your summer suit, because is big rush, we will execute customers in strict rotation. (laughs) A dental office in Hong Kong said, Teeth extracted by the latest Methodists. (laughs) From a laundry in Rome, Ladies, leave your clothes here and spend the afternoon having a good time. (laughs) A Paris hotel had this invitation, please leave your values at the front desk. And finally, my favorite, there's a brochure at a rental car office in Tokyo that read, when a passenger of foot in sight tootled the horn. Trumpet him melodiously at first, but if he still obstacles your passage, then tootle him with vigor. (laughs) It is true that sometimes things get lost in translation. Well, today, you and I are invited to be translators. Not just to translate signs about laundry and rental cars. That is child's play compared to the challenge before us. Today we are invited to translate the kingdom of God. Luckily, Jesus is our teacher. And in our gospel today, Jesus tells us two parables that help us translate what the kingdom of God is like. Now, in Scripture, Jesus tells many stories and parables about the kingdom of God, and each one has a different nuance and insight to help us translate not just the correct words, but to get the concepts, to get the meaning of what the kingdom of God is and how it breaks into our lives and into the world. Translation is important. And so in our parables today, Jesus uses two examples from agriculture. I can imagine Jesus standing alongside a farmer's field so that as he's teaching, his listeners have this visual aid in front of them. And first, Jesus says, when you are translating the kingdom of God, think of it this way. It's like a farmer who goes out and plants seed in his field And then the farmer just goes about his business, rising, sleeping, awake, doing work. And the seeds, well, those seeds are germinating on their own. They're sprouting on their own. They're growing on their own. And finally, on their own, they produce fruit. That farmer can't make those seeds grow. He can't make the fruit come. He just trusts that a couple of months after he plants those seeds, there will be a harvest. So Jesus says that's what the kingdom of God is like. Now, I don't know about you, but I hear good news 
in this story that Jesus tells. And the good news is this. We are not in charge of the kingdom of God. We are not in charge of growing it. We are not in control of what happens. Jesus is telling us we are to be about the business of planting seeds. We can't control how fast or slow those seeds will grow or even when the harvest will come. We are just to be about planting seeds. So how do we translate that in our lives? Well, if you pay attention to the news at all, you know that there is a lot happening in our world right now that is contrary to God's hope for us and for the world. And in the face of a fallen world, God calls us to faithfully plant seeds. Just keep planting seeds, seeds of compassion, seeds of justice, seeds of generosity, seeds of grace, seeds of forgiveness. We plant these seeds, and then we trust. We trust that God is at work beneath the soil, germinating and bringing those seeds to life and growing them. Truth be told, we don't know when the seeds will sprout, And we may not be the ones who see the harvest, but we trust that God is at work beneath the soil. So I think that last Sunday, we witnessed a real-life translation of this parable down at First Lutheran Church in Over the Rhine. For many, many years, the seeds of that congregation seemed pretty much dormant. But a small but determined congregation remained faithful, even though many times they didn't have enough money to pay the heating bill. They still continued to gather for worship. And they planted seeds of faithfulness, and they trusted that God was at work beneath the soil. And then when the time was right, on God's time, God called in a passionate leader in Pastor Brian Ferguson, and they started planting more seeds of faithfulness and generosity, and they began to catch a vision of what God's field might look like in Over the Rhine with a Lutheran church present, a vibrant Lutheran church. And they began to invite people, other churches, and people from Good Shepherd to come and join them in planting seeds. And many of you answered the call And you lent a hand in restoring their building or in offering very generous financial support. Last week, we witnessed that God's field is sprouting. As 145 faithful seed planters gathered for worship at First Lutheran Church, and then 250 people enjoyed a picnic lunch in Washington Park. The seeds reached all the way to Kenwood here as 58 of us from Good Shepherd took part in the festivities. It is going to be so exciting to see what God's field is going to look like in and through First Lutheran Church in Over the Rhine and what the harvest might look like. 
So our first translation of the kingdom of God is that we are to be about planting seeds and trusting that God is at work beneath the soil. Even if we can't see anything, we trust that God is at work. Now the second story that Jesus tells, I think, truly does lose something in translation. I think we miss the humor in the story Jesus tells about the mustard seed. You see, some scholars think that in Jesus' day, mustard was mostly an invasive weed. It it wasn't a cash crop. It was a nuisance. I mean, many of us would chuckle today if Jesus were here and he said, the kingdom of God is like honeysuckle. I can almost imagine someone in the crowd yelling out, honeysuckle? I've been trying to get that out of my yard for years. I can't get rid of it. And Jesus saying, exactly. Bingo. That is what the kingdom of God is like. You can't get rid of it. It moves in and takes over. How do we translate that into our lives? Well, again, I hope you hear good news. We can't stop the kingdom of God from growing. The Lord knows sometimes we try. Those moments when we're planting seeds, but we're planting seeds of selfishness and stinginess and anger and judgment. I mean, let's face it, where we're in the grip of sin, we can do some pretty thoughtless and cruel things to each other. We try to choke out God's plan because we think we know better. But God has a deeply rooted and resilient hope for us. Translation number two for the kingdom of God is that we can't kill God's hope for the world. It always comes back. Give Jesus an inch and he will take a mile. He will crowd out the selfish seeds we have planted and change the whole landscape of our lives with his grace and forgiveness because you can't kill love. It just keeps coming back like an invasive weed that moves in and takes over. Well, translating the kingdom of God into our lives and into our world is a lifelong challenge for followers of Jesus. Hopefully we will do a better job of translating than the signs that I started out with today. I thought, well, maybe as we prepare to go out of this place, to go out into the world to do our work of translating this week, it might be good to go out with a couple of questions to ponder. My questions are this. What seeds are you planting in your little patch of life? What seeds are you planting in your little patch of life? And where might you need to just trust that God is at work beneath the soil? Where can you trust that God is at work even if you can't see God's hand right now? And what do you need to surrender so that God's invasive love can take over your life. Translating is not easy work. There are lots of obstacles. 
But when we face those obstacles, maybe we can just tootle our horn with vigor and make a way for the kingdom of God to come among us. Amen. Thanks again for listening to this week's message from Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Kenwood. Please browse our website for other opportunities to grow in faith or serve the Lord. If you are able to worship with us at any time, we would be most honored by your presence.